Welcome to A Dummy's Guide to Geekdom, the show that tries to give everyone a crash course on geek culture. Whether you're trying to understand some trends, know enough to start a conversation with a friend, or just understand what someone is talking about, we are here for you. I'm your Super Dummy Paul. Today I will be joined by Math again as we continue our Dungeons and Dragons journey. Last time we spoke about races and rule sets and how they all work. So you join us as we're just about to move on to abilities and skills. So be sure to listen and remember to keep subscribed to hear all of the future episodes. So based on this, I then have some options um, based on the abilities of a half elf. Uh, Okay, so ability score increase. It again gives me two options. Your charisma score increases by two and two other ability scores of your choice increase by one. And then it's given me the option to increase which ones I want. So this is where we start getting into what these things mean, because it's giving me options of constitution score, dexterity score, intelligence score, strength score, and wisdom score. And then it's already mentioned, as I say, charisma score. So charisma, I'm going to guess, is just what it sounds like. It's how charismatic you are. Yeah. Uh, it can strength. also come to how how good looking you are, and um, it's it's interpreting how people see and how how we can kind of pull off, okay. you know. So, but yes, it, it is what it says on the thing. Cool. Uh, and then we got intelligence, strength, and wisdom, which all sound pretty self-explanatory. Um, and then dexterity, which I guess is like athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how nimble you are at dodging, uh, being able to jump over things, uh, certain weapons will have a finesse with dexterity over strength. Um, so if, if you find, if you feel that you're going to be like a rogue and you want to be a bit nimble, obviously dexterity is going to be more important to you than probably intelligence and that. Um, again, there's no, no wrong choice here. And I think what you think, as I say, you'll have an idea of what you want your character to be. So, you know, I, I don't want to kind of push you in any direction. Oh, no, absolutely not. Um, and then the last one is constitution, which I'm guessing is not your ability to go to the toilet. No, it, it's how hard are you are. So it, it, constitution gives you more hit points. Okay. Uh, you have a higher chance of resisting things like poison. Um, so it, that's how hardy you are. You, you, you'll get a lot of fighters who have, you know, a high constitution because obviously they need to be able to set the hits. Okay. So the person in my mind, the half-elf in my mind, um, is kind of, I don't know, the school of hard knocks, I guess, would be the word I'm going for. So in my mind, I'm going for maybe constitution and intelligence. They're, that's the kind of what they rely on. Right. So it gives me the ability to increase two. So those are the two I reckon I'm going to go for. Um, and I will point out here, you can't choose the same one for both. No. And then if we go down, 
down to skill versatility it gives proficiency in two skills of your choice now proficiency is a word i've heard before in this reference but what exactly does it mean if you're proficient in something in D? &D? it's um right we'll just take one of them so we'll go with stealth so any character can roll stealth and that you will get asked many times by me if you try to sneak past i want you to give me a stealth roll if you're not proficient in it it's kind of a dex roll that's where you're going at if you are proficient in it, you will get a bonus to your to your role so you know I've uh, one of the players that I'm playing with at the moment on Sunday. Uh, she has a stupidly high stealth um, at the moment, and she got as as an extra. I don't know if it was six or eight. She said the other day to when she she rolls. So if if let's say a D, a DM will have a level of challenge, tends normally kind of the base. So if I just want you to kind of, you know, you're just sneaking past the back of the guards, you just need to roll, I'm looking for tens, and that, she's already got eight. So as long as she rolls two or above, and that, really, if she rolls and that one, which we can get into that later, that's, it's not a bad, I mean, it is a bad thing, but in game sense, it doesn't have to be, because you can turn that, that went into something quite entertaining. Um, that's happened to me in the last game. Um, I've all done that one with something that I saw on one of the guards, and now I am my character's paranoid that these people are out to get me, which right. then is tying into the story that I'm actually playing anyway. And talking with the, uh, the DM, we've actually now turned something that was a, a, a messed up role has now turned into more into a character. So having in that one, it's a bad thing in one sense, but it can actually add more to the story to a certain degree. Okay. Yeah. I think we were talking before we started recording a lot about as a, you know, DM that the things that you're going to have to try and think on your feet about, um, and that is what it makes, what makes this interesting. You know, we're, we're picking something for a, a skill that I could be good in, but, or something that I could be proficient in, but there's so much in there that is down to roll dicing and absolutely anything could happen. If mm. I'm going to do something I very rarely do, and I'm going to plug a podcast episode from something else. Um, I once listened to the Crate and Crowbar, which is a video game podcast. Christmas three years ago, maybe they all got together, got drunk and did a D and D episode. Um, and they took it very much as drunk people would. They didn't take it seriously at all. And they played a lot into sort of any time you would fail a role. They really played into it. Like you would do a stealth check and you failed the stealth check so badly. You've basically just tripped up and fallen into the guy, that sort of thing. And that's kind of where it builds the fun of the game can be kind of what you want it to be based on how seriously you take it, based on the choices mm. the DM makes about what happens when you fail or succeed or that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, these are, I don't know, that's a tangent. But, yeah, so these are the things that I 
I'm choosing to hopefully be slightly better at because I'm going to have proficiency in. Mm-hmm. And maybe it will help my character along and not trip over and fall into people. Um, so the skills are acrobatics, animal handling, arcana, which is, is that like is a type of magic? It, it's understanding magic. So um, okay. if, if you've got magic item and that I might ask you to roll your arcana and arcana, sorry, they, then you'll add, add a, a bonus. I think that comes under your wisdom, he says, questioning now. Um, <laughs> it's wisdom or intelligence, I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's it's just knowing about magic. Um, you might see a spell and question what that was, you know, without being told. You can, you can roll on pretty much anything. Um, okay. Then it, it comes down to the DM's discretion of how hard to make that. Um, mm. The score that you have to get and to what information you're going to get from that. Okay. Um, and then we've got athletics, deception, history. Is that just like your knowledge of history? Yeah. Um, obviously, if it's, I mean, it, you know, history is history. Uh, there's lots of different races. So sometimes there'll be something that, you know, is from the Dwarven side. You may come to some Dwarven ruins. You can roll okay. your history and think, ah, I actually, I've heard about these before. And now, you know, again, you could roll on that one and go, yes, I know exactly what these are. These are elven structures and everyone else is going, no, the dwarf. You know, it, <laughs> but, but, yeah. It, it, so again, history's histories. Cool. Um, and then we've got insight, which is like, is that like your... Your bullshit meter. <laughs> Right, if, that's a good phrase. <laughs> you, you, you talk. Someone's talking to you. If, if you don't think they're actually giving you the information that, that they're just bullshitting you, you can roll your insight to see whether they've been deceptive or not. Um, okay. So yeah, that, that's your bullshit meter. Right. Um, and then we've got intimidation, investigation, medicine, nature, which I guess is just your your knowledge of natural stuff Mm -hmm. um perception so how would perception differ from investigation and insight perception is i'm going to spoil it a little bit perception is probably one of the most things you're going to roll Um, okay it's it's your awareness of things going on once you've made your character you will have a um a passive perception and that so if there's anything going on around um and that you have a, a passive perception that's kind of going up all the time so you are aware of it perception is that thing where you know i'll ask i'll ask you to roll and you may notice that the you know that the caravan in front the wheels start to buckle and that, mm. or you might completely cocky roll up and not notice and all of a sudden it's crashed in front of you investigation once you've all that perception perception you've seen this you could then investigate to learn more information about it right okay right got you um and then we've got performance 
is that like brilliant it, it, putting putting a barge barge have this obviously they're singing right uh, if 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 any of the party have picked a bard and that I hope you can sing because I may ask you to do that now and again <laughs> or play an instrument. Definitely not picking that then. <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen that. I've seen uh, someone do that and it's like, right, so sing us a song. And they're like, uh, <laughs> no. No time. I'll roll for it. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and then persuasion, ability to persuade people. Religion, mm-hmm. sleight of hand, which I guess is like fevery and yeah, um, stealth, lockpick. Oh yeah, lockpicking. Yeah, um, and then yeah, stealth, and then survival, which I guess is just your general. It's uh, being able to if if you're out again. I'm just going off stuff that I know. I've been in this situation. If you're out and yeah. about in the in the, in the woods. You could roll your survival to see if you can find the berries to keep yourself alive or find the right place to hide the tents and things like that. Okay. So, based on the sort of the things that I've said about my character, based on what you've said, my instinct would be probably survival. And I guess perception, not just because you said it was spoiler alert, maybe one of the important ones. But from what I've said about the character, that seems like the kind of thing that they would have. So I think I'm going to go with that. So perception and survival. So yeah, every time I do something for the people listening, I get a little loading screen. So because I'm guessing it's doing all the calculations in the background and some mm-hmm. magic will pop out soon. Um, so languages at the bottom, There's a, we have a new choice. Now, obviously, by the way, all the things that you've picked, the race you've picked will change the options. Obviously, we're just going through what's on the half-elf. There is a full new player guide on D&D Beyond if you want to know specifics. It is all on there, so we're just going through some of it. Um, but I'm guessing... That, but for that, I would say... Go read about the languages because there's a load of languages there, and there's some of them I'm not 100 <laughs> sure I know all of them. Um, <laughs> That's fair enough. I, I I know the basic ones. Some of the ones cover some of the mobs that you're going to come up against. So you you have your, your goblins, um, your celestials, your abyss. You know there is a lot there. It's you will have um, you'll have common. Um, it says anyway, you have common and you have elvish because of the heritage that you're from, and yeah. then you get to pick an extra one. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, common. I'm guessing is just what it's just like the English in inverted commas. It's what yeah. people speak. Yeah. It's whatever the players it's, speak. Yeah, it's what majority of the realms will speak. Um, right. After that. Unless there's something in particular that you... I mean, I, I do know one of the other party members. I know what they are. Um, but again, you can pick whatever you want. There could be advantages with some of the... Um, I mean, Dwarvish, if, if you've got a dwarf in the party and he starts... You know, it sounds like he's moving rocks around in his mouth. He's not. He's actually talking Dwarvish. 
<laughs> your understanding. Uh, we again, I'm going back to the party that uh, I'm playing uh, on a weekend. Uh, Abad and that um, she she's very wet behind the ears. She's got a bit a bit of amnesia, so she doesn't know an awful lot. And we have got a dwarf, in the, well, we've got a few people who speak dwarvish, but the dwarf in our party, who's a cleric, should be out, you know, a beacon of hope. Spent one of the afternoons teaching her um, a dirty song in dwarvish for her to perform <laughs> that night. Uh, like, a, like a dick that he is. Um, and if you're listening, Kai, you know exactly what you're getting. And, and, and the music thing is, it's his mum. So... <laughs> And, and she performed it, and obviously there's a lot nice. of kind, but she didn't know Dwarvish, so he, he kind of played on that. Now it's working out because he's now teaching her Dwarvish, so okay. she will be able to add that to at some point to her character because she is now learning Dwarvish, and um, so we you can add um, languages as you go along. But again, it, you may pick something where like Minotaur. Now, mm. realistically, I, I'm not sure we're going to come across a minor at all. But if we do, you could probably try talk it down. <laughs> um, the, I've heard of a game where uh, I think someone could speak. I could be wrong here, but I think they could speak Celestial, which I think is what the gods speak. And they mm. came against a god, and they wrote to persuade them uh, mm. to not get killed. And the DM's like, oh, well... Right, right. And they've rolled a 20. So they've rolled a nat 20, which is normally classed as an automatic success. Um, again, the DM will play around with it to fit the storyline, but it's like, again, what am I meant to do? <laughs> you yeah. know, so again, it, it, it kind of got them out of that situation. So, you know, again, it, have a look, see what you fancy. There's no wrong choice here and that's the new player as you say it all kind of depends on the games you play and the characters you yeah. come across I mean from looking at the list uh, Undercommon is not I think that's what the drow talk which uh, they're like the dark elves okay uh, people who do know D&D will know Odrizit who's a really famous dark elf adventurer. There's books about him, people love him, people try to play him, and that he's appeared in games and everything. Um, But a drow are normally seen as evil, um, an evil race. As it turns out, we've got one in our party at the moment, uh, which is quite amusing because the dwarf hates her. And (laughs) and that so it, it I mean, he's just made us a armor, and he's purposely put his signal on on a chest so that she's now walking around, and it's very clear that his signal's nice. there of, of, of the door. You know, any point he can get a dig in there, he does. Um, <laughs> but again, it, that's kind of sometimes what's good. It brings the party together. There's, mm. there's that banter there. We could roll... You know, have five barbarian giants, and it it would work. But it could be a bit boring, a bit 
kind of narrowed to what you're doing. You've not got them different aspects coming into the game. Yeah. And that's so... Yeah. You need the variety. You need the the Mm. spice. You need the conflict. You need the different character interactions. Makes it more interesting. Um, So, I don't know. As a half-elf who starts who is wandering around the woods doing half-elf business, is there a creature that I might come up against more than others? Uh, goblin. <laughs> you come up that, against a lot of goblins. I mean, that seems to be true in life anyway. <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it for today. Again, thank you for listening. Um, be sure to subscribe because we've got a few more episodes of these to go next time we're going to be talking more about classes and what they are so check out all the other episodes guide.superdummy.co.uk as we talk about all other things in geek culture subscribe to the newsletter pccnewsletter.com where you can hear from myself and lots of other amazing independent creators but otherwise we will see you next time